grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. And also with you. Together let us pray. Almighty Father, whose dear Son, on the night before he suffered, instituted the sacrament of his body and blood, mercifully grant that we may receive it thankfully in remembrance of Jesus Christ our Lord, who in these holy mysteries gives us a pledge of eternal life, and who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated.
Please rise for the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the festival of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Three days before life triumphed over sin and death, Jesus, knowing full well what was about to happen to him, took the time to gather with his closest community to celebrate a ritual meal. His disciples thought they were present to celebrate the traditional Passover, but the evening did not unfold as any of them had imagined. Instead, their time together in the upper room was full of new experiences, of new rituals. Here tonight, we will embody three of the ancient Christian traditions associated with Maundy Thursday, foot washing, communion, and the stripping of our sanctuary. This worship service can become a bit overwhelming later on with so many rituals back to back. We challenge you, as we navigate this service together, to be mindful of the reasons for these rituals. As we hear in today's gospel lesson, during the meal Jesus got up, removed his outer robe, knelt before his disciples, and washed their feet. The teacher and Lord humbled himself in service to his disciples. Jesus set for them and for us an example. He gave them a pattern of service which we should emulate. In that same meal, Jesus also gave for us an example of how we should eat together as a community. In the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the cup, Jesus gave us a pattern by which to remember him. When we eat the bread and drink the cup, we are reminded of the life and covenant 
through Jesus Christ. Tonight, we also follow an ancient Christian tradition by stripping our sanctuary of all decorative and liturgical objects as a reminder both of the barrenness of a world without Christ and also to make, new, make room for the new life we find in the resurrection of Easter. Jesus, who is the path to life eternal, recognized that we would need nourishment in order to thrive. And so he gave us life-giving rituals to sustain us. Tonight, we remember those three rituals. An incredibly intelligent nine-year-old named Becca, in order to be allowed to take her first communion, explained the ritual like this. Jesus knew that his friends were going to miss him. He also knew that they had to eat every day. So he told them to remember him when they ate and that they should eat together. That way they'd be able to be friends and get through anything. The communion liturgy I'm most familiar with draws upon 1 Corinthians 10:17, in which Paul writes, because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. Elsewhere in 1 Corinthians, Paul chastises members of the community for the way they were going about eating their communal meals. Their communal meals were closely tied to their practices of communion. What was happening is that members of the community who arrived first were beginning to eat before others had arrived, causing a rift in the body in Corinth. You see, from Paul's first century pen to Becca's 21st century lips, Christian understandings of communion have always been rooted into the community. When we gather at the table, we are united in this meal. When we break bread, we are one body. This is a meal to cast off divisions, to cast off hierarchies and inequalities, and simply to come 
in unity as one. In the tradition of Marsh Chapel, the communion table is open. All are welcome to come forward and receive communion. But the question we must ask is not so much who is welcome, but rather who is invited to the table. And that is a question that must begin to be asked not in the middle of a service of worship, but after the service. As we leave the sanctuary, when we go into the city of Boston and into our neighborhoods, it is a question we must carry with us each week as we prepare to gather again on Sunday mornings for worship. It is a question which must dwell as much with pew dwellers as with pulpit dwellers. The ritual of Holy Communion is a life-giving ritual. It is a meal in which we may be physically and spiritually fed. Jesus gave us this ritual of community, a ritual to sustain the lives of his followers. Given its life-sustaining nature, perhaps we should interpret communion in light of the example-giving life Jesus led. In his life, Jesus gave us the example by which we should be in community, by which we should feed ourselves and others. In his life, Jesus gave us the example by which we should live and by which we should serve. In removing us from our old habits of living in isolation from our neighbors, isolation from even those who sit at table with us, in reforming our vision so that we may see a future in which we are more fully alive, Jesus has shown us the way.
We walk in the footsteps of Jesus when we love others. We walk in the footsteps of Jesus when we break bread with community. Let us confess our sins before God and one another. Father eternal, giver of light and grace, we have sinned against you and against our neighbor in what we have thought, in what we have said and done, through ignorance, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We have wounded your love and marred your image in us. We are sorry and ashamed and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and lead us out from darkness to walk as children of light. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who in his great mercy has promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with heartfelt repentance and true faith turn to him, have mercy upon you, pardon and forgive you for all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us share with one another a sign of peace.
At the Eucharist, we are with our crucified and risen Lord. We know that it was not only our ancestors, but we ourselves who were redeemed and brought forth from bondage to freedom, from mourning to feasting. We know that as he was with them in the upper room, so our Lord is with us now. Until the kingdom of God comes, let us celebrate this feast. Blessed are you, Lord God of the universe. You bring forth bread from the earth and create the fruit of the vine. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. It is indeed right to give you thanks, Father most holy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For on this night he girded himself with a towel, and taking the form of a servant, washed the feet of his disciples. He gave us a new commandment, that we should love one another as he has loved us. Knowing that his hour had come, in his great love he gave us this supper. He gave this supper to his disciples to be a memorial of his passion, that we might proclaim his death until he comes again and feast with him in his kingdom. Therefore, earth unites with heaven to sing a new song of praise. We too join with angels and archangels as they proclaim your glory without end. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. Who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross, we proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of your kingdom. And with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Christ is the bread of life. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, Lord Jesus, until you come in glory. Accept through him our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him, with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and power are yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. As our Savior Christ has taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us peace. Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. 
Blessed are those who are called to his supper. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and I shall be healed. The Lord Jesus, after he had supped with his disciples and had washed their feet, said to them, Do you know what I, your Lord and Master, have done to you? I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. Peace is my last gift to you. My own peace I now leave with you. Peace which the world cannot give, I give to you. 
I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Peace is my last gift to you. My own peace I now leave with you. Peace which the world cannot give, I give to you. By this the world knows that you are my disciples, that you have love for one another. Those who so choose may remove a shoe and sock from one foot and come forward to our two foot washing stations to participate in foot washing.
When the disciples had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus prayed to the Father, If it is possible, take this cup of suffering from me. He said to his disciples, How is it that you were not able to keep watch with me for one hour? The hour has come for the Son of Man to be handed over to the power of sinners. Christ was obedient unto death. Go in his peace. 